Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 133. We've got a really interesting topic for you today. We're going to talk about coaches maybe uh, exercising a little bit of patience, a little bit of common sense, a little bit of restraint, especially early in the year. But before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsors. First, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus nine rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats, use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. It's a great way for you to save a little bit of money on a great bat and also help support everything fast pitch at the same time. If you're seeing value in what we're doing, if you would like to help support us, go to patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. We've got a very, very strong group of patrons that have been supporting us for, for a while now that have done a great job of keeping us in business but we would certainly love to have more people come on board and help support us. There's three different levels of support, uh, three different monthly levels that you commit to, and everything that you are contributing goes towards helping us keeping uh, everything fast pitch and coach prep going. Um, there's nothing that we're doing that is free. I mean, everything that we do is has got a cost attached to it, whether it's the publishing services, the promotion, the technology that it takes to put the podcast together. And so we certainly do appreciate our supporters. As a way of saying thank you, we're going to start doing a patron giveaway. Pinnacle is donating some Power Bites and some Power Butter. We're going to be sending out some product to a different patron every week for the next few weeks. Uh, we're going to start making those announcements on the Everything Fast Pitch podcast every Wednesday. Um, so if uh, you need one more little bit of uh, motivation, yeah. incentive to become a patron, you can get some free Pinnacle product as they get uh, chosen every week. So, Don, do you ever have that feeling when you're coaching a team? Something went wrong, your team played poorly, or your team played great. And you walk out of there thinking either, oh my God, we're never going to win another game, or wow, we're amazing. What a crazy season we're going to have. It's yeah, we're, be so we, much we, we, might not, we might not lose a game. Well, the reality of it is, and my experience tells me, that your team's never as bad as you think it is when it's not going well. And they're never as good as you think they are when it seems to be going well that the reality always resides somewhere in the middle. The reason we wanted us to have this discussion today was to help our coaches kind of keep this all in perspective because I keep seeing coaches swinging the pendulum like it's a, you know, like the roller coaster of softball madness. They're on the, the peaks and the valleys, climbing the hill on the, on the roller coaster, and they or, think they're never going to lose a game. Or throwing the towel in. And then, then they hit the peak, and they go you know, plummeting down you know, 100 miles an hour, and they think they're never going to win another game. And so and as we get into this, I have to admit this. For about an eight-year period, not nine-year period, every place that I coached, we lost our first game of the year. And I can honestly tell you that for a split second every year, <laughs> I would always have this feeling like, oh, shoot, I wonder if we're ever going to win a game. And usually it would be the second game or the third game and things would kind of get back to normal. But we had a couple of times that we start off like 0-5 or 0-6 and you start to really think, oh my gosh, we are awful. Well, some of those years that we started off a little bit slowly ended up being some of our best years. And there were a couple of years in there that we started off really hot that were really disappointing. A year that I will never forget when I was coaching at UW Parkside, Don, you'll remember this because you all won the national championship this year. 
we went to Emporia, Kansas with a record of like 64 and four and thinking we were going to you know, win a national championship. And our power hitting team hit balls up into the jet stream and none of them went anywhere. And we ended up going home 0 and 2. So we went out there 64 and four, came home 64 and six. Right. So, you know, so all that early season success and all that early season, uh, you know, uh, hype didn't really mean anything for us at the end of the year. And so coaches, here's what we want you to be thinking about. If you're coaching, and especially early in the year, but I think it can happen at any time of the year. And you start to have that, oh my gosh, we're terrible. Oh my gosh, I, 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 are we ever going to win a game feeling? We want you to take a step back and off the ledge. You know, it's not really that bad, but we want to make sure that you're you know, sticking to the plan and sticking to the process because this idea of we had a bad weekend, so now we're going to have a 12-hour mega practice and, and try to fix everything that All went wrong this last day. weekend in one day yeah. is probably causing more harm than good. And honestly, the flip side of that discussion, we just won the tournament, we rolled through and we, we kicked everybody's butt. So we're going to take a weekend off because, well, we certainly don't have anything we need to work on. You know, we don't need to practice this weekend because look how great we played. I think either one of those extremes is a really bad idea. And we want to make sure that we're avoiding both of them. So whichever side of the spectrum you're on, whichever uh, part of the roller coaster you're riding on this week, let's kind of try to keep it all in perspective. I think, Tori, the, the year you were describing was a, a year that we may have started three and six or something crazy like that and then went on a 40-game winning streak. Yeah. So we had the same exact opposite end of that where we thought it was going to be a long season. But uh, I think in regards to the, our travel groups and all the guys that we're, that we're visiting with on the podcast, taking it one step at a time, taking one piece, make one piece better. You've got a whole season, right? Yeah. And uh, any kind of uh, desperation type event at practice is really going to be alarming, I think, for everybody. Right. And parents included. And with today's climate, everybody's ready to jump ship too early. So, right. So yeah. if we can keep some positives in there, I think that's important too. Yeah. Pushing the panic button is never going to be a good idea. Yeah. And, and it certainly uh, does not bode well for the rest of the year. Even does. if you feel like it. Right. Yeah. No matter how desperate things might seem, no matter how badly it felt like you played, and, and even it could be you know more than a one-weekend event. It could be a two or three weekends in a row. You know, we, we talked earlier this year, yeah, yeah, a brand new team that had a chance to be really good, that everybody pushed the panic button because they jumped in and played too strong of a schedule too early, got you know beat a bunch, and, and turned a, what could have been a pretty good team into a, a disaster, a nightmare, because everybody you know pushed the panic button and, and wanted to you know find a, an easier fix to the problem. But so the, the idea is that it's never as good or as bad as your initial reaction is. And so what we're asking all our coaches to do, take a step back and, you know, let's say you played this weekend and you went 0-5. Look for the things that you did well. Look for the things that you did positively. Look for the things that you did better this weekend than last weekend. Don't spend all your time just, I guess, you know, harping on the things that didn't go well. If you're felt like your pitching really struggled this weekend, before you decide that all your pitchers are no good and you need to get rid of them and replace them with somebody better, let's look for the, the positives that are in the games that were played. There's still going to be positive things that you can build on. There's going to be positive things that you can look at and say, well, all right, it didn't work out for us to win any games this weekend, but our pitchers threw more strikes. They were more aggressive, had less walks. They gave up less home runs. Getting us a lot of and, ground balls. You know, and you know, conversely then, so our pitchers got us a lot of ground balls, but our defense really struggled this weekend. Okay, do they normally struggle? Does that mean that we have you know, a lot of stuff we need to work on? 
then we can go into that practice, the next practice, and think of more ways to work on the things that we need to address without going totally... Like a punishment. Yeah. It's not a punishment practice. Right. Well, and and to me, I think for a lot of us old school coaches, you know, we kind of came up with that. If we played badly, we knew we were going to get punished. I can remember running sprints after games. Yeah, I, I can remember. Me personally. Poles. As a player. Yeah. yeah. And poles after poles after poles because we lost a game that, you know, that our coach felt like we should have won. And not even that we played poorly just because we lost. But, you know, your point of if it feels like we're going to be punished because we lost, then, you know, that just adds that much more pressure and increases the likelihood that we're not going to play well. And it's all on us. As coaches, it's all on us. However we react is going to set the tone for whether it's a bump in the road or if it's driving off the cliff. And, you know, if we act like we're driving off the cliff, well, chances are you don't come back from that very well. So it's up to us to set the tone and to do the analysis and present it in a way that allows for an Some honest assessment, and, yeah. but then turning that, you know, whatever happened into a, a more positive opportunity to improve our weaknesses. And then, you know, just like we said before, the opposite end of the spectrum, if we played really well this weekend and we turn that into, we don't need to work very hard or we're not we going to work very hard practice. for a while. Yeah. Um, I think that's a trap that we see all the time too, because just because you won last weekend doesn't mean that you're going to keep winning. And I'm sure you have this discussion, too, that I have with hitters all the time. Wow, I was killing the ball this weekend. I did great. What did you do this weekend that you, know, that you felt like you had so much success? Well, I didn't do anything extra special. i just been doing my work. And then that same player, you know, three weeks later, will come in. Well, I was terrible this weekend. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't have a hit all weekend long. Okay, well, what was different? What, did, you know, what, what didn't you do? Well, I didn't go to practice on Tuesday. You know, I didn't hit in the cage, you know, or Skip I didn't hit. Uh, I didn't yeah. hit off the tee at the house, you know, this week. You know, I had this, that, and the other thing, and all these other things that were, you know, that that kept me from doing my work. And you know, I went into the weekend and I did terribly. Like, well, it's not rocket science. You know, you don't have to be a genius to figure out that if you did your work the one week and you did great, and then you didn't do your work and you didn't do well, probably a connection to that. But the same is true for us as coaches. If we keep doing the work. Eventually, we're going to see the results. We're going to see the outcomes that are going to improve, and the the amount of success that we're going to have is going to probably improve too. No, I like everything you're saying there, Tori, and you kind of get out of it what you put in. And um, if we can be routine about the things that we do prior to good events, we've got to kind of take note of it. And like you said, when you ask the player what kind of things were good or positive about it, and if we can bottle that up or recreate it or try and make that part of our routine, then we've got a lot better chance to stay steady. Right. And that's kind of the magic and the trick for hitting is staying steady and not have as, as deep a dips or peaks and valleys like you're saying. And for me as a player, if, if I feel that following weekend after we've had a challenging weekend, that it's an or else type of situation, you know, if I, if I don't do this, um, we're going to have another one of those kind of things. That's a whole different mindset and a whole different feeling you know, mentally going into that next weekend rather than, you know, I, I'm really excited to get a chance to go out there and, and show what, you know, the work we did this week is going to going right. to produce. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and this whole idea of, of being able to find the positives, find the strengths, even in a, in a weak performance, I think it can be a great way to turn this whole thing around and keep, you know, keep the train on the track. So let's say you know, your example you used before of uh, our pitchers pitched really well. We got a lot of ground balls. We just didn't play really good defense. Well, if we turn that into, 
we come back to practice and, and we're building on the fact, hey, our pitchers did great. We got a lot of ground balls, and we know we're a really good defensive team. But we're going to work on a couple of things to kind of polish it up a little bit. We're going to work on a few things you know, to be a little bit more ready so that when our pitchers get us ground balls next time, we'll be more prepared to make those plays. That's a whole different way of seeing it and way of presenting it than the, our defense is terrible. Our pitchers pitch great, and you guys let them down. No doubt. The whole idea of how we package it as coaches, how we present it, and, and basically how we analyze it's going to always have a, a lot to say about how this is all going to work out. And so whole idea of it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of our coaches have one bad sprint and we, we kind of you know, lose, our, lose our perspective. Or we have one really positive sprint. You know, we win, we win the big race and then we, we lose our perspective too. So stay the course, stay with your plan, keep working on the stuff that you know is important. But make sure that we're looking for the strengths in everything that we're doing. You know, we have to always look for the weaknesses too. But you know, the thing I tell hitters all the time is um, it's a lot easier to do a couple things right than to not do all the things wrong that you could do wrong. And when you just think about it that way, well, what are all the things you can do wrong? Well, there's about a million of them. Well, but if we think about doing a few things right, what happens to all those things that could go wrong? Well, they, there's fewer of them. Yeah, none, none of them are going to happen. Present themselves. You know? Yeah. So, so if I'm Focusing on, you know, throwing accurately. Well, okay, so then, you know, the throwing it away stuff kind of disappears. If I'm, you know, working on, you know, being aggressive, well, then the striking out thing probably disappears. You know, so there's all kinds of things that, uh, that kind of feed into each other that counterbalance and, and, and interact with each other that are going to make a big difference. No, I think I, I really like what you're saying about how you package it and you get to choose as a coach and, you know, maybe it positioning our kids a little differently, maybe, you know, fine tuning, like you said, more fresh fielders because they've taken a lot of reps ground ball wise, but package it well and dig in and make the next weekend better. Yeah. And if you come back with, uh, we were terrible all weekend long, we might not ever win another game. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. You might not ever win another game. So coaches, we got to kind of keep that all in perspective, get off the roller coaster. Let's stay on a little bit more of a even keel, make sure that we're staying a little bit more balanced and we're going to all be a whole lot happier. So Don, anything else for 133? No, as always, Tori, looking forward to a great week. Perfect. Well, that's going to wrap up episode number 133 for Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis. This is Coach Tori saying thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.